Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Motherhood Simplified podcast. My name is Krista. I'm a mother of five, and I am the founder of Motherhood Simplified. We decluttered our home back in 2013, and currently I have dedicated my business to teaching moms like you how to declutter their homes too. So I've been doing this for about three years, and consistently since I have started this podcast and this community, there are some common Actually, they're like the only excuses or reasons that moms say that they can't declutter. And I want to talk to you about those today. I want to talk to you about the top reasons that moms say that they cannot declutter. 
and teach you how to reframe them into reasons that you need to declutter. And this can actually be very motivating. And a lot of times people are looking for decluttering motivation, decluttering inspiration. And I want to let you know that relying on motivation and inspiration is not going to get this done for you. Having a plan, holding yourself accountable to that plan and having the discipline and honestly a community to help you follow through is what's going to make it so that you actually declutter your home, not motivation and not inspiration. However, motivation and inspiration could be like jet fuel for you to get you going. And when that motivation or when that inspiration strikes, it can help you get a lot done. So as we talk through these excuses or reasons why moms say that they can't declutter, once I teach you how to reframe them, they will become a form of motivation and inspiration. It's not going to last forever, but you can revisit this podcast and you can revisit these concepts and you can remind yourself that you are reframing the way that you view your excuses and reasons to not declutter or do anything, to be honest, and make them reasons that you can. Now, before we get into this, I do want to acknowledge that there are just some seasons of life where decluttering can't happen or it can't happen as fast as you would like, or you cannot do it as much as you'd like. And that's okay. It could be a baby. It could be a mental and emotional thing going on with you. It could be something going on in your relationship. It could be having to work more than usual. There are so many things that really can get in the way of your decluttering, the speed of your decluttering, and the amount of your decluttering. I have a podcast episode all about the, knowing the different seasons of life that you are in to help you distinguish if you are in a season of life where maybe it's not best to declutter, or you are in a season of life where your decluttering is going to be slower, or you are in a season of life where you just can't get rid of as much as you would like. That's okay. That out of the way, let's get into the excuses and the reasons that moms say that they cannot declutter. And let's figure out ways to reframe this and make them reasons that you need to declutter. These are in no particular order of how often they come up. So the number one reason that we're going to talk about, (laughs) it's not the literal number one reason that moms can't declutter, but it's the number one reason that we're going to start with that moms say that they cannot declutter is because of time. There is no time for them to do it. They are already overwhelmed by everything on a daily basis. They are already overwhelmed by trying to keep up on laundry, dishes, toys, snacks, playing, taking kids to school, taking them to sports, working, having a relationship, going to church, volunteering, being in a marriage or in a relationship, being a daughter, being whatever else it is that you have going on every day. There's just no time to add on decluttering. It's just one more thing on your to-do list that's taking time away from you. We don't have time. I get it. it. Takes time to sort it. it. Takes time to make the decisions. It takes time to list things. It takes time to take it to the donation center. It takes time to clean it up. It takes time to make a mess. All of it takes time. It just is what it is. I'm not arguing that. However, you don't have time to not declutter. You don't, because the more you put it off the longer you are going to have no free time, 
the longer you are going to be overwhelmed on an everyday basis, the longer you're going to keep cleaning up the same messes over and over again, the longer you're going to be forever behind on laundry, the longer you're going to be behind on dishes, the longer you are going to have to tell your kids, no, I can't play right now because I have to do this instead. Or no, I don't want to play with you right now because I'm so overwhelmed and overstimulated by this house. You just don't have the time to not declutter. Decluttering is the biggest ROI on your time. Maybe you've heard me say this before, but it is the only thing that you can do inside of your home that is actually going to give you more time back. You clean things up once and you're going to have to clean it up once it's dirty again. You organize things. You're going to have to organize them again when your kids get into it. You shift things around your house and that takes all of your time and you're not getting any time back to you. It's like when you put $10 into an investment and then 10 years later, it's worth $100. If you invest one hour organizing your home in 10 years, you're going to have to do it again. You are not going to have any more time. If you declutter your home for an hour, you are going to be given. I can't even calculate how much time you are going to be given in the future because you decluttered now. In 2013, I decluttered our home. If you know the story, we decluttered down to what fit into one suitcase each when we had three kids. And in 2021, when I'm recording this podcast, eight years later, I still am reaping the benefits of that time. I have so much time, even with having two more kids. Now there are seasons of life, like I said, where I had small babies, I had two under two, I'm building a business, I'm working outside of the home where my time was still stretched thin, but it's no longer stretched thin because I'm doing pointless things inside of my home, like cleaning up the same messes, trying to get organized. You don't have time to not declutter. You can't put it off. The reason that you have no time to declutter is also the reason that you need to reshift your priorities, make some short-term sacrifices and figure out how to declutter. P.S. Ghost Your Clutter is happening inside of the Facebook group and you can get the link to join in the description of this, but get into Ghost Your Clutter. It's a free five-day decluttering challenge that I host every year. It's amazing. It will help you figure out how to create time and what kinds of short-term sacrifices you can make in order to get time to make this happen. Also how to make this happen in short little bite-sized pieces of time, 15 minutes at a time. You can get so much done in 15 focused minutes. The second reason that moms say that they cannot declutter is because they have kids. I mean, let's just keep it really real and say that kids are the best excuse for literally anything, literally anything. I can't declutter because I have kids. I can't work out because I have kids. I can't go to that social obligation because I have kids. They're so convenient. No one's going to argue with it. They're always around and they like their stuff and they require so much from you. They require your time, your attention, your energy, your resources. Kids are a great excuse. And I'm going to let you know, this is motherhood simplified. Okay. Motherhood simplified. We all have kids. We all have kids. When I decluttered, we had three kids. Now I have five kids. Every single mom who I have helped declutter has one or more kids. Some moms have 11 kids and they're still finding 
they have 11 excuses basically to not declutter and they figure out how to do it anyway. Now, the same reasons that we say we can't declutter because we have kids are the same reasons that you need to declutter because you have kids. Your kids are always around. So I, I can't declutter because my kids are always around. Or I need to declutter because my kids are always around. I need to declutter because it's taking up my time. It's taking up my energy. It's making me overwhelmed. It's making me grumpy. It's making me frustrated. And my kids are around for that. I need to declutter because my kids are around me all the time and I don't feel good. I don't feel my best. I don't feel like I'm being my best. I don't feel like I'm giving my best when my home is overwhelming and it's draining me and exhausting me. Your kids are always around. So you need to declutter. Now, the next thing that happens with kids is they like their stuff. They want to keep their stuff. I can't declutter because my kids like their stuff. I can't declutter because kids need toys. I can't declutter because we homeschool and we have so much stuff. I've homeschooled before. And the same reason, all those things that we just said, reasons I can't because of all of those things are also the reasons that you need to. Your kids need to learn how to have a healthy relationship with their stuff. Your kids need to learn how to take care of the stuff that they have. And they can't learn how to do that if the amount of toys and stuff that they have to manage is beyond their capacity. If it's beyond their threshold of what they can manage, they're never going to learn that skill. Yes, they like their stuff. Yes, things can teach them stuff within reason. But all of those reasons that we say that we can't because they like their stuff, they have their stuff, they need their stuff are also the reasons that you need to declutter. Now, the final reason for kids, right? They I can't declutter because my kids need me all the time. They require so much of me. I can't do it. They need snacks. They need to play. They need to go here and there. They need you. Your kids need you, not the stuff. They need you. So you need to declutter. They don't need piles of stuff. They don't need a bedroom full of toys. They don't need a toy room that makes you cry because you're so overwhelmed or yell because you're so frustrated that nobody helps clean it up and nobody can possibly keep it clean and organized ever. And you've done it 18,000 times and it all just comes undone. Your kids don't need that. They need you. They require you. So clear that stuff out because your kids need you. They need your presence. They require a lot of you. They need your attention. They need your energy. And we can say, I can't do it because they need so much from me. Or we can say, I need to do it because they require so much of me. And I need to be available for that. And when you're drowning in clutter, you're just not available for that. Okay. Third reason that we say we can't declutter and we really need to, we really need to do it is because of money guilt over wasted money, worry about not having enough money, and just generally having out of control finances in our spending, not saving, our consumption habits. Those are the reasons that we say we can't declutter. It's just out of control. I feel so guilty. I am so worried about not having enough. Those feelings are attached and related to our clutter. And when we start to get it out, we start to shed the belief that we made a mistake. 
we have buyer's remorse and we have to live with that forever. You don't have to, you can get rid of the stuff and you can move on and you can move forward with more control over your finances. And money is a resource. Money is a resource and it needs to be directed toward the things that we want to spend it on. And when we are drowning in money and when we are living in the past with guilt over our past choices, we aren't able to be in control and direct our finances in the way that they need to be directed. And when we are worried about not having enough money in the future, we also can't direct our money in the ways that it needs to be directed. Now, I know that this sounds a little like out there and woo-woo, but your finances really are connected to your stuff. And if you are overwhelmed and anxious and worried and holding on so tightly to your stuff for fear of money or for guilt over wasted money, you're never going to be fully able to get out of those spending habits, spending money on things that you don't need, not knowing how much money you have. And when you can clear the clutter from your home, I've seen it in myself and for hundreds of other moms inside of the motherhood simplified community, your relationship with your money changes and you start to value having maybe a cash reserve over piles of stuff. I've seen moms go from $20,000 of credit card debt to being able to actually pay it down finally because they stopped the overspending and they freed up time to actually create a budget and stick to the budget. And they were able to get clear on their values and make sure that their spending and consumption aligned with their values and not just their values, but their short and long-term goals financially. So we can say that we can't declutter because of money, but we really need to declutter if we want to get control of our money. Now, the final reason that moms say that they can't declutter and really we've got to reframe this so that we are like, okay, I need to declutter is that they don't have any energy. And it goes along with what we were talking about in the first one about time, but you get to the end of the day and we're exhausted, rightfully so. Absolutely. You are tired. You do so much every single day. Of course you are tired. Of course your energy levels are depleted. And here's the thing about decluttering is that clutter is depleting. Clutter takes your energy. Decluttering is energizing. Decluttering is life-giving. And so if you can swing the pendulum just a little bit and start telling yourself, I have no energy, I just can't possibly do it to, okay, if I just did this one thing, it would start to give me more energy. And the, the scales will start to tip because you will go from drowning in clutter, depleted, losing energy to having a little bit less of that and getting more energy and feeling more energized and eventually getting to a place where you have more energy. Now, again, I do want to say that I do know that there are moms who have just seasons of life or circumstances like health issues that don't allow for that. And there are other ways to make this happen and still feel energized by the work that you're doing, asking for help, being very strategic with your plan. There's a a podcast episode that I did with Cassandra Giselle, who is a mom inside of the group who decluttered 
with me almost three years ago and is still reaping the benefits of it. And she did it with a broken leg. She decluttered her home with a broken leg. Now I'm not saying push yourself, but she, she was like, you know what? I'm in a wheelchair. My leg is broken. I can do what I can do. I can roll around here with the bag and grab things down low that I can reach. And I will do that. And that is enough. And I will ask my husband for help. And she asked, I think she had family members who were willing to help her. Is it comfortable to ask for help? No. Do people like asking for help? Not all the time. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Asking for help is a skill. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get at it. And you can still be energized by the act of decluttering by just asking for help or just mustering up that last little bit that you have to get a little bit done. And I want to let you know, if you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds way too overwhelming. Come join us for the Ghost Your Clutter Challenge because I am going to be teaching you how to do this in bite-sized pieces so that you can actually get these things done simply in the most efficient way possible. I take the brain work out of it for you because to be completely honest, we're talking about energy, planning out how you're going to declutter, creating the plan, creating the list, that's depleting for a lot of people. It's my jam. It's my skill. I'm really good at it. It's energizing for me to create these plans and walk people how to do decluttering very efficiently. But I know for most people, it's really depleting. So come join us for Ghost Your Clutter because I'm going to give you five days of teaching you how to declutter your home, how to find the time, how to do it when you have kids around, how to get past your fears of what if and just in case and money and how to be very strategic and how you do this so that you are maximizing the energy that you do have. I have tons of strategies on teaching you how to do this very, very efficiently and very, very well, especially before we move into the holiday season so that you can have your first clutter-free holiday. Sounds amazing and it's free. So get into Ghost Your Clutter. That's what the challenge is called. You can join us in the Facebook group. You can sign up for it. The only way to get access to all of the content is to sign up for the emails, which is in the description of the video or not the video of this podcast episode. Maybe it's a video for you, but come join us for that. And if you're excited about it, invite a friend because the more the merrier, it's going to be a great challenge. I run this annually. I'm super excited to do it again with you this year. And thank you so much for hanging out on this episode. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your grandma. I'm just kidding. Unless you want to. (laughs) All right, guys, it's 11 o'clock at night when I'm recording this and I'm getting tired. So thank you for hanging out. I appreciate all of your support for motherhood simplified in my business. And I will talk to you soon.
Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.